You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Monday, January 9th. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. Staff are in short supply at the Sitka Police Department, and few have applied for a number of vacant positions. Right now, there are close to a dozen vacancies. According to a report presented to the Sitka Assembly in late December, the department is recruiting openly for a handful of jailers, patrol officers, and dispatcher posts. And the animal control officer job has been open since mid-July with no applicants. Police Chief Robert Beatty says they started experiencing a new wave of turnover about 11 months ago. And he says the job vacancy issue isn't unique to Sitka. It's for pretty much all jobs within within Sitka, as well as uh, nationally and, and even internationally. I, I just recently attended an uh, International Association Chiefs Police Conference, and, and those were some main topics we were talking about is the retention and the lack of applicants that, that we are receive. So definitely seen it as a, uh, a national issue. But what that means for Sitka is it's taken longer to fulfill the positions that we are having openings for. Beatty says the department has shifted responsibilities of some staff to compensate for the vacancies and has assigned off-duty police officers to fill in as jailers and dispatchers. One thing to note is even though this has been built up in how it's progressed, is that we've been able to you know, provide full services to the community by having other personnel fill in, whether it's our MSO or officers providing dispatch services or jail services. So it's been pretty seamless for the public to, you know, not be impacted. Beatty is optimistic that they'll fill the vacancies. He says they're working with a group of officers and the city's Human Resources Department to update their local advertising and recruitment efforts. The Sitka Assembly also approved an 8% pay bump for officers in October, with more to come in future years. And that's shown some success, though perhaps not as much as officials hoped. They're currently training a new dispatcher and have received a couple of applications for those positions. After an eight-month search, the city hired an IT specialist for the department in November. A bicyclist sustained minor injuries after a car accident Thursday at the intersection of Sawmill Creek Road and Jeff Davis Street. In an interview with KCAW, a spokesperson from the Sitka Police Department confirmed that the accident occurred around 3.30 p.m. on Thursday when a vehicle struck the adult bicyclist. Sitka Police and EMS responded. The bicyclist was transported to Mount Edgecombe Medical Center with non-life-threatening injuries and was later released. No further information was disclosed. A Petersburg couple is retiring after decades of running their restaurant, Joan May. Locals often say Joan Mai, and the Yips accept both ways of saying it. Laney and Waman Yip have served Chinese and American food to their remote island community in southeast Alaska for 30 years. But the Yips officially retired at the end of December. KFSK's Rachel Cassandra visited the restaurant on their last day and has this story. Laney Yip is in her restaurant kitchen the morning of their last day. They expect to sell out of almost everything today. I prepared a lot of fried wonton. Her favorite part of the workday is folding wontons in the mornings. That's my just happier time. I love to do that and I never feel like tired to do that. She's been making them six mornings a week, ten and a half months a year for 30 years. She says on average she makes 200 wontons a day. That means Lainey has made approximately 1.7 million morning wontons over 30 years. First, I just uh, get all the veggie, the cabbage, and I just cut little small and chop it. 
and mixed with the ground pork. Lainey and Waman show me the dining room of the restaurant. And all the tables, and we have reservation, that's why we sat right there. We talk for a few minutes at an empty table before they open their doors for the day. The Yips have always bought fresh produce in town, but for 30 years they've ordered pallets of dry goods from the same restaurant supply warehouse in Seattle. We order a lot, a lot of the rice for our steamed rice and, and the fried rice. But the Yip history of cooking started much earlier than their decades at Joan May. Waman grew up in Hong Kong and moved to Oakland as a teenager. He worked in his family's restaurant there. I started cooking 18 years old until about three or four years when we sold the restaurant. After that, he took other restaurant jobs to learn how to cook a variety of dishes. Lainey is of Chinese descent and grew up in Vietnam. She learned to cook both Chinese and Vietnamese food growing up. For myself, I love to cook already. Then I always ran to my neighbors and I watched them how to cook. I have a little bit idea. One day, I will open a restaurant for my own. But her life took a few big turns before she bought her own restaurant. When Lainey was in her early 20s, her sister married a man in the military. He moved the whole family from Vietnam to Petersburg. Then, when Lainey was visiting a friend in California, she met Waman. They stayed in California for a few years. Then we just came back to Petersburg to visit. Then we figured out the downtown laundromat they put for sale. They bought it with family and ran it for several years before buying the restaurant. It was already named Joan May. The family's multi-country journey has weaved its way into Joan May, which means Chinese-American in Cantonese. The Yips have occasionally served pho at the restaurant, which is a soup from Vietnam. They have two separate kitchens as well. Waman cooks American food in the front kitchen, which has a deep fryer and a grill. The shelves are stocked with ketchup, mustard, skippy peanut butter, and cans of Folgers coffee. I'm an American cook, so I do the burger, the deep fryer, all the seafood thing. Lainey cooks in the Chinese kitchen, separated from her husband by a thin wall. She has a deep fryer, a rice cooker, and a wok. When the restaurant opens for the day, customers file in. Some have been coming to Joan May since it opened. Petersburg resident Jeanette Ness says she brings Joan May food in a cooler down to Texas when she visits her kids. They can't get the same type of Chinese food where they live. In the kitchen, the bell that signals new customers dings every few minutes. And I cook the compound chicken. Lainey and Waman each bustle in their separate kitchens, never resting. Until the end of the day, when Joan May closes its doors for the last time. In Petersburg, I'm Rachel Cassandra. You can find a video of Lainey and Waman Yip cooking side-by-side side in their separate kitchens on KFSK's Facebook page. Skagway is home to an internet sensation, a wife and husband dog walking team that makes videos of their daily routines. On New Year's Eve, they hit the benchmark of over 1 million social media followers. KHNS's Mike Swayze reports. Good morning, Jake. Well, good morning. They call themselves Mo Mountain Mutts, and the videos they make of their operation have gone from viral to national news. Based in Skagway, Mo Thompson started small, taking friends' dogs out on walks during lunch breaks from her job. I started working with some teachers at the school, and it just kind of was a ripple effect of, hey, I heard you're really good with dogs. Can you help me? Hey, I heard you're really good with dogs. Can you help me? And then I needed a second pack walk because I started 
grouping dogs together by their personalities. So we had our morning crew and our afternoon crew. And then it just grew to the point where I needed some help from Lee. Lee is her husband. The couple has an eight-month-old baby boy named Vern, who also goes on walks every day, unless the weather is too cold. Mo says she loves those days, too. Because we usually have everything to ourselves. Nobody's usually outside, and we can play the in-and-the-out game. I usually leave my vehicle running, and the dogs can kind of come and go and warm their little toes up in their seat and come back out. The couple bought a passenger bus from a local business last winter, but their passengers are all dogs. Lee and I together are just a couple of goofballs. So we just <laughs> Lee just started pointing the camera at me, or he would have a silly idea on the bus. And that's really what went viral. They hit a million TikTok subscribers on New Year's Eve, so they popped some champagne and a new bag of treats for their dogs. One video has captured more attention than the others. It's received over 45 million views on TikTok alone. That's the, the dogs getting on the bus. It's like Jake, he walks in, gets in his own seat. Amaru's outside, sitting on the curb, waiting for the bus. Bama just gets in, lets the dog sniff her, mingles back to her seat, and then Slade just comes like flying on, jumps in the seat, and starts making out with Otis. People have started making fan edits, placing themselves on the bus. Lee and Mo both admit how lucky they are to do something they love for a living. I look in the rearview mirror of the bus as I'm driving sometimes, and I see all the dogs back there. I'm like, I can't believe this is what we do for a living. We, yeah. we say that all the time. I can't believe this is my job. The couple operates their puppy bus year-round and doesn't plan to expand operations. But they do hope to make a bit of extra money through TikTok and expand into monetizing YouTube videos. Mo is also hosting web-based training sessions. The website is MoMountainMutts.com, where they sell merchandise like their yearly puppy calendar. They've recently done a national interview with CNN and were contacted by The Rachel Ray Show. Good morning, Amaru. <laughs> hey, you're not buckled in. Reporting from Skagway, I'm Mike Swayze. Taking a look at the community calendar. The Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association holds a membership meeting at 5 p.m. today via Zoom. Members will receive an email with the Zoom link. If not received, email outreach at alphafish.org. Adult indoor soccer is at 6 p.m. on Mondays at the Hames Center. Email sitkayouthsoccer at gmail.com with questions. And the Sitka Sustainability Commission meets at 6.30 p.m. today at Harrigan Centennial Hall. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News.